that you, Zach? I'm ready to record. Yeah, yeah, just uh, give me a second to beat this guy. Oh, is that the new Spider-Man game for the PS4? Yeah, it's great. I haven't stopped playing it since I got it yesterday. Ah, cool, cool, yeah. But, uh, you know, we got listeners counting on us to get this new episode recorded today. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm almost, uh... Got him. Okay, ready. Great. I gotta ask, is this game gonna cut into our podcasting time a lot? Are you accusing me of using my power as a podcaster irresponsibly? Because I got news for you, Scott. I did this for us. Hmm, I'm not following. Well, see, I bought the game through duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, which helps support the podcast at no extra cost. So wait, you can just go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon and anything you buy helps support our podcast and it doesn't cost anything extra at all? Yep. In fact, anyone can go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon to do their regular Amazon shopping and help us out. You can just bookmark the link and use it to shop like you normally do. Any of our listeners could do it right now. It's super easy and it helps us keep the lights on. Sounds great. I'm going to use duelinggenre.com slash Amazon right now to order my own copy of the game along with a few comics and Blu-rays I've had my eye on. Word. All right. Let's start recording. Get your Spidey suit on. Way ahead of you. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we stare broodingly at a dagger as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 2, one things are not what they seem minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli, and I wasn't sure who was going to be staring because there's a lot of staring in this. So I was like, it could, I mean, this is a crapshoot. It could go, it could go one of three it ways. True. And you went, you went with brooding and I was like, ah, got it. the third guy. Okay. Who else do we have here today? <laughs> I'm Matt from the Savage Land. And uh, I'm Jason from the Savage Land. And also, uh, I guess this is coming out in September. So I'm also from Comic Book Workshop and uh, Panel by Panel Magazine. Hey, nice. welcome, guys. Yeah, some yeah. Solid, uh, solid credentials there. We're glad to have you. Uh, well, thank you so much. Of course. Today we have you on for Minute 116, which is the one that begins with Peter doing a classic Spidey pose on a crane and ends with Harry saying hello as he hears... A distinctive laugh. Um, mm. Mm. Won't know what that is till tomorrow, though. Hmm. Mysteries. Mm. Um, mysteries. Well, mysteries my, speaking of mysteries, <laughs> where the where the hell was Peter keeping that mask? Because <laughs> mm. it's mm. he doesn't have pockets. He didn't have like a belt he could put it into. We didn't mm-hmm. see it lying around anywhere. Last time we saw an interaction with the mask was when he took it off to say dr octavius so yeah. presumably he might have even left it on the ground there i'm gonna say he just was like thinking ahead uh, you know as one does <laughs> he's a very 
conscientious. <laughs> a Boy Scout's always prepared. Yeah, and he just like uh, web stuck it to the back of his costume like Die Hard, and then dealt with it. Yeah, maybe. You think maybe he's got a little watch like the Flash? He keeps his. Costume <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. The Flash does not keep his costume in a watch. It's a ring. It's. Just- Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The ring. Mm. You're right, right, right. <laughs> much makes not, much more sense that way. Not the Although, ring, yeah. a ring. Yeah, the, not the, just the a ring. Has the spooky girl with the with the bangs. <laughs> well, you don't you don't know what's contained within maybe the flash. Maybe she hold, ring. maybe she holds onto his mask. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, and yeah. they're around water, so she'll just pop up and give. Yeah, it it's, a, and yeah, it's yeah, a team yeah. effort. Yeah, I guess it would be a lot more Peter Parker like to have his costume in a watch than a ring, though. Hmm. Strange, strange women in water distributing masks is a way to. Give Grant superhuman. Yeah, no, no basis. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, I just realized I get my idea doesn't work because we did see the back of his costume when he did his weird awkward mm. crawl on oh, the yeah. web the other that minute. That is true. It's true. Mm. See, I just, Maybe I, that's I why his think... belt was all funky. He was keep, that was actually his, uh, <laughs> his mask just sort of taped to the back of his. <laughs> he like he stuffed it down the back of his suit, but then it sort of yeah. as he was moving around, it wiggled its way down to his belt area. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was just it was just like gathering swass the entire time that he was uh, swinging. Yeah, around. So, just freewheeling down Maybe there. Just, maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe he just threw it up. He just threw it way the hell up in the air. <laughs> and it just now fell, and he just caught it. Yeah. It just now fell. And yep, Mary Jane's just like, God, he just can't get any cooler. <laughs> All right, that John Jameson thinks he's so special playing football on the moon. Well, I threw my mask to the moon and came around, and it came back, and it landed, and now I'm wearing it. How you like them apples? How <laughs> you like them? <laughs> You know, this would have been this would have been right around the time that they could have made a Goodwill Hunting reference, and it would have still been fairly current. <laughs> oh, super, yeah, only, yeah, only yeah. like five years off instead of yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of twenty, still be twenty, twenty-five in the cultural consciousness. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he it's a good pose. I will say that, like when mm-hmm. he's up there on it, I think this is the most that like Toby commits to like a full-on like Spidey Spidey pose in the mm-hmm. movie where we know yeah. for sure it's him. Um, yeah, because usually it's the stuntman, not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because of his back and everything. It reminds me of, like, uh, the moment in the first film when he jumps out of the way of the glider and Willem Dafoe gets impaled. Oh, that bit. Um, oh, yeah. When he flips up and then he lands perched in, like, an awesome pose at the end of that oh, minute. Yeah. And it's, you can see that it's Toby in the mask and everything. It's kind of that, you know, <laughs> we give him one, like, really... Oh, draw this aspiring comic book artist's uh, pose. <laughs> movie. And um, he goes all out for it. I... D- despite nailing the pose uh, in that shot, he still did have like the perpetual "I'm trying to poop" face. <laughs> you know, like Tobey Maguire really has this problem where he can't get away from bathroom face. And oh, buddy, yeah, it's you know, it's, I I love it, and I love Toby for his poopy faceness, but he still <laughs> definitely is holding it. Uh, I mean, so. that's, that's why he wears the mask, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> People yeah. ask why I wore the mask. He's got IBS. My poopy face. Slow, He's got IBS. Yeah. I don't need the burden of always trying to look cool with my face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do think about that sometimes, like when I do uh, Spidey events in a in a in a mask and everything. Um, mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable because it's hard to breathe and you get really hot and sweaty in there and all that. And a lot of times you're like, you know, you're like on a red carpet or whatever, or you're at a hospital doing photo ops and so you're in awkward positions trying to hold them and like not look uncomfortable as you do that and take pictures with people and i'm always mm-hmm. like kind of like oh, thank god i'm not dressed as like 
Thor or something because I can just <laughs> in the mask have my face be like, oh, I hate this. I hate everyone. I hate life. <laughs> Cheese. Cheese. There's no other uh, reason that I can't do Thor. That's you just cool. look the part so much. That's and I what I always. always that's, I get it all the time, but I'm like, you know what? I can't compromise on my need to grimace in the <laughs> in the photos. <laughs> I hold it too near and dear to my heart. Um, okay, I don't know. I, uh, so, <laughs> I, I got I want to give. Uh, I want to give props to the CG department because um, I I think that this uh, this CG Spider Man that like stands up and and like looks at her and turns and looks back and then jumps off like that's pretty good. It's it pretty is good CG mm-hmm. model, honestly. Yeah. For all things considered, for two thousand four, that's real good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly. I mean, it, it it looks great. The only thing that kind of like like gives it away to me is that like his movement is a little bit like Power Rangers y that he does the full head turn and whatnot. But in terms mm. of the weight distribution and the light and everything, like it just I buy it. It, it looks good. Yeah. And then he can yeah, jump for the right. Time, off. It's really convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can he can do the the full leap away thing, which is the thing Although, I I like. <laughs> where where is that? And I know this is a consistent problem in Spider Man uh, mythos, regardless of medium. But where the hell is he attaching that web to? Uh, winging a prayer at this point. I <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. must just be a lot of planes or helicopters flying around constantly. Yeah, helicopters is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that. We we can't ever figure out like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause now, now he's because our problem before was just like, well, there's nothing. It's just water over there. But then we saw that there are these uh, these cranes that they're on. So I was like, oh, OK, so that's what he was attaching to when he when he escaped the building collapsing. I was like, all right, all right, fine. But now yeah. now he's jumping off a crane. He's like above the crane when he shoots the thing. Yeah. He's shooting so, higher than he, the crane. Is, yeah, maybe is he shooting at the top of another mm. crane? Maybe and just like mm. I don't yeah. know. I I just wish that they would like show what he's web slinging to more often. Totally. Mm. Yeah. Is this and it's not like they're always cheating it. Like in a lot of the big ones, like the him going through Manhattan or whatever, they at least give lip service to the idea of like which building he's attaching to, but. Mm. These last, like, you know, this whole last section on the waterfront, it's they've just, like, been playing fast and loose with the whole web-slinging thing. They're like, yeah, you might as well fly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think somebody needs to do, like, a, a full-screen edit of all the Spider-Man movies where, you know, the aspect ratio goes a bit taller and shows what he's attaching to in every, uh, in every web-slinging <laughs> Yeah, the scene. IMAX version. Yeah, yeah, yeah ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just adapt yeah. it to IMAX. Totally. It's just... It's just the boom pole every time. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the boom pole. Oh, uh, you know, it now it makes sense. Ah, it's always there. Well, if, the, if the Spider-Man 2 video game is any is canon at all, then it doesn't you, you, uh-huh. you, you can attach to anything or nothing. It doesn't matter. You still swing around. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the first one. That's the, that's first, the one. first Spider-Man yeah. game. The first Spider-Man uh, game you can just one was swing a little up to rough too. The second one they they invented that whole new uh I don't know the. I was about to use a video game phrase that I don't know the actual word for. Um, a whole new engine or whatever Character. that allows him to to like swing with reasonable physics. Right. I mean, there's still like video game mm-hmm. character physics, still- but you did mm-hmm. attach the buildings in that one, 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it was yeah. cool. Zach, Zach like literally like just played it for the first time like a few oh. months ago. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's very fresh. What a noob. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I didn't wasn't able to at the time and then like 15 <laughs> years later i was like hey, you know what i can buy my own ps2 
and uh, lives <laughs> Zachary, through a big boy dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I probably dumped more time into that video game than any other video game. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Just, yeah. just, just swinging around. Oh, yeah. Saving nice. saving the same five people, having the same five problems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that isn't that just kind of like what all of Spider-Man is in general anyway? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. As same much as I day. love Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. My balloon. Oh, God. <laughs> I did. I did not save one single balloon in the main storyline. I just said no, or I would. I would web shoot them out of the sky so they would break, and then the kid would be sad. <laughs> they're, wow! They're, it was the least enjoyable of any of the things. So I just screw didn't your bother. balloon, kid. Yeah, screw your balloon. Aww. I will save people when there's an armored car robbery, or you know, somebody's got road rage or whatnot. I de- even delivered the pizzas <laughs> a few times. It was like, I'm not going out of my way for this stupid balloon. I hate it. <laughs> That's weird that balloon is where you draw the line. Like, road yeah, rage, sure. fine, you know, <laughs> delivering pizza's fine, but I will not deliver a balloon. Well, somebody could just... get hurt from the road rage, and, uh, you know, you deliver people to the hospital a lot, and the pizzas was, like, you know, a way to build up money. Um, mm-hmm. and Lord knows Spidey needs money, so I, I, I can I can understand that one. But the balloon? That's not... <laughs> Not my problem, kid. Uh, maybe that's just me being a jerk. <laughs> not, much, uh, not my problem. That's what I say. In the in the Insomniac one, maybe I'll be a lot nicer with the balloons, or whatever. Which is coming out <laughs> soon, right? That's around now. I think so. I don't know how time works, but yeah, hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know who's not um, looking forward to anything? It's <laughs> MJ. So, so this uh, this this thing with the okay, so oh, through this whole movie and even the last one, mm-hmm. um, I've I've sort of been on a tirade against sam raimi and his uh terrible transitions um <laughs> th- this this one's good he this did one it works yeah yeah he, he did a real cinematic transition look at this it's comfy uh, yeah they yeah. match the speed of the pan like it goes yeah. from one moment yeah, yeah no totally. no awkward establishing shots like you know, Spider-Man Two is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Um, <laughs> none of none of those. It like was, it's it's just it's a real cinematic transition. I'm very impressed. Good job, Sam Raimi. Yeah, way yeah. to go, Sam. Think, Good for you. Full kudos for that one. Another <laughs> yeah. glamour shot of a knife. Uh, yeah. For- well, and then and now we have to talk about. We got to talk about somebody. Somebody's got to talk to these fo- Foley artists um, <laughs> because. Uh, like I, I don't care what knife I'm playing with. It's never going to sound that loud. No, <laughs> he's just rubbing his thumb across, like flicking his thumb off of the knife, and it's just shing, shing, shing. shing. Well, the he sound you're hearing up. is the sound of how edgy he is, not the knife. Oh, oh I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Okay. It's actually the it's 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 the sharpness of his own hand. It's already disassociative. There. Yeah. 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 It's oh. already happening. It's already <laughs> He's already becoming the, oh. the, the teen goblin. Yeah. Um, another sort of uh, props for visual storytelling here. Um, I do like that when he hears the voice and then he stands up, that the uh, the the angle of the camera goes all Dutch there for a second. Yeah. We kind of but like... that's not even my favorite part. My favorite mm. part is when, when – so first he mm. hears the door. Yeah. And he, and he stands up. It goes Dutch. And then yeah. he hears the distant laughing and he moves his head and the Dutch shifts 
Yes, from, like from a, one a side right to the Dutch other. to a left Dutch. Yeah, that, that's I like that. That's that's cool. what they that's, call a double Dutch in the biz. Yeah, double yeah. Dutch. Yeah, that's that's uh, I I mean, what I like about that is like the Dutch angle can be hmm. abused, misused. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not a particularly original shot. I mean, Kenneth Branagh is a perfect example of someone who uses <laughs> way too many Dutch angles. Um, but what well, I like here families from Holland. Yeah. yeah, course, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, but what I like here is that we do, we do the Dutch angle and it's like, all right, Sam. And then he shifts the Dutch angle. And it's like, all right, Sam. <laughs> all right. I like that. It's good. Cause he's using it. He's not just doing it that, uh, <laughs> yeah. quite literally things are off kilter. Now something is amiss. Um, yeah. I He's like not it. working for the Dutch angle anymore. He is he is making the Dutch angle work for him. Yes, yeah, and I think what what helps with that is that when we when we start off the shot, we don't start in the tilt. It, it, it's a camera move. It's uh, motivated by what's happening in the sequence. It's not just now we're gonna cut to Volstag and Thor's buddies and they're at an angle because funny. It's just <laughs> it's the the moment shifts the frame. And now we've now we're in somewhere weirder. I am I am I am almost entirely convinced there's so many Dutch angles in that first Thor because the only superhero anything Kenneth Branagh had ever seen was Batman sixty (laughs) six. He's like, this is what they look like, right? Yeah, I'm making one. Superheroes, eh? Yeah. That's, that's my Kenneth Branagh impersonation. Wow. Yeah, I thought he was here for a second. I I know, seriously, so posh. I so I do have questions about the door opening. Like why, why did uh why did uh our our little uh our little ghost cameo here? Why did he have to like go through the door? Like <laughs> I really I'm just, I'm confused about a lot of things with this with this cameo. Um, uh, yeah. but like if if it's not if it's a ghost, why did he feel the need to like let himself in the door? Um. <laughs> Two, if it's Harry's psyche breaking, then why why is the do- what why is the door doing anything? Look, I I can I can explain all this. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Harry has known all along that his dad was was the Green Goblin. Mm. He's known about everything, right? He's he's known that that lair was hidden back there. It's just buried in his subconscious, but. For his subconscious mind to allow him to accept that, it needed to lead him to the treasure. And mm. so it needed to create an artifice through which he would he would do all of this. And so his mind is like, all right, look, this this conscious mind guy, he's not going to just, you know, walk over there of his own volition. So I got to make him think his dad is actually alive, climbed through the window, and is standing in the mirror for some reason. Oh. Duh. Okay. Duh, guys, come on. Right. So, so, so then the door complete. isn't actually opening. He's just imagining that it's opening. Exactly. It's oh, all okay. it's all an illusion. Mm, He's okay. been inceptioned. All right. Illusions, Illusions Michael. Michael. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how the timing was for you guys, but on my end, you guys said that at the same time. So <laughs> Maybe when we edit it, we'll make sure it's in stereo. Uh. <laughs> Perfect. Um, goblin demands to be taken seriously uh (laughs) i i i'm like revisiting the sam raimi movies i'm struck at how much the green goblin was kind of cribbing the joker oh sure Um, you know it's it's just a thing where like all the laughter and like the goofiness and the giant smile and and uh, you know a bit of the excessive craziness like Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. 
it does stand out to me how how jokerish all that was you know despite the fact that i guess joker wasn't really uh in the zeitgeist at the moment that this was made as much as he had been uh mm-hmm. you know well, in years but, past I or mean, years future it, that was always what the goblin was like though yeah i guess that's in, true. in the comics, in the comics. Yeah. yeah i so guess i mean yeah he's the halloween guy well then the comic the comic goblin is cribbing <laughs> the comic joker because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't predate the Joker. That's that's for sure. No, yeah. no. I think the Joker's got him by like at least ten years, right? Like oh, more than that. When was Batman? The Joker. The Batman? Joker appeared like I think in Batman number one. I don't think the Joker appeared in Detective, but mm. I think he appeared in Batman number one, which was like in the forties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like twenty-two years or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's an old man by the time this newfangled Green Goblin comes around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, April 25th, 1940, the first appearance of the Joker. Oh! Yeah. Nailed it on the decade. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did get the issue right. I'm actually, I'm, I'm impressed with myself on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't actually know that the Joker appeared in Batman number one. I was just kind of vaguely recalling something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a creep, creepy laughs are always going to be good for your villains. and uh, They're good. Defoe has sure got a good one. I will say that. Well, and it, and I guess it should be noted that like Defoe was one of the one of the finalists to play the Joker in Batman eighty nine. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So. And it, it actually made me think like, man, it would have been cool to have uh, to have Defoe as the Joker. Yeah, oh, he would have been a pretty good Joker. I mean, I I I I still want. I I agree with Tim Burton and that Tim Burton wanted um, Brad Dourif. Uh, the voice mm. of Chucky. Ooh, yes. Um, that's what. That's who he wanted. And the studio was like, <laughs> no. We need um, a name. Uh, yeah, we have no idea who that is. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, <laughs> that yeah. that reminds me. And this is this is like a weird side tangent, so I won't go too far down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Grant Morrison and Dave McKean were developing Batman: Arkham Asylum. Um, it was right around the time that Batman 89 had come out. I think Arkham Asylum was like two years later or something like that. Mm. Um, or maybe around the same time. I don't know. But uh, there was going to be a scene where the Joker was like all dressed up in drag. And mm. they uh, Warner Brothers made them cut that from the comic because in their mind, people would think that Jack Nicholson was a transvestite. Or something like what? that. If if they left I, it in, yeah, it was like I, this ridiculous thing. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Um, Whoa, yeah, was the weirdest weird. thing. Yeah, yeah. Super I wonder. Weird. Maybe they knew. Like maybe Jack Nicholson was actually cross dressing a lot, and so like they were like, ah, oh, shit. Like there's really if put sensitive that in, people, to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, God damn it. <laughs> and then and then of course Willem Dafoe uh, to tie it all together. Willem Dafoe then a few years later would go on to uh, to cross dress in um, Boondock Saints. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know it all the Joker superheroes Batman they all come back to cross dressing. And I'm pretty sure that Dafoe was at least one of the models they looked at reference wise when they were building the um, Arkham take on the on the Joker. You know that sort of. Mm. Yeah, he does look very Dafoey. Thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creepy dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, I think. I think that's all we got for this particular minute. Yeah. I mean, you know, it ends yeah. on a laugh, and then we don't find out till tomorrow. So. Right. Yes, yeah. we'll come back tomorrow and find out. Yeah. Indeed. Absolutely. Uh, Jason, uh, plug plug stuff. 
Plug stuff. Um, well, uh, every week, or most of the time every week, uh, but if you go to the sa- uh, to SavageLandPodcast.com or search SavageLand on iTunes, you can find our podcast where we talk about comics and movies, and, and Matt always has a lot of fun with it. I have so much fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good to know. And then uh, I, I recently, also back at the end of June, um, I uh, launched with an artist friend of mine a podcast called Comic Book Workshop, where we uh, basically discuss sort of the, the nitty gritty of the craft of making comics. And uh, the goal is to kind of help help everyone else make their comics. Not so much about breaking into the industry or anything like that. It's more about... You know, you have an idea, you want to make it into a comic. Uh, here's how you get there. And our first uh, three episodes featured uh, Robert Kirkman, Matthew Rosenberg, Steve Lieber. Um, we also have a, a long list of guests that you can probably see by now that this episode is out. Um, there's, But there's a lot of great names uh, that's, uh, that give us a lot of awesome sort of advice and content. And uh, then we also do sort of a deep dive discussion on one specific area of... Um, the craft of making comics, whether it's framing action scenes or, you know, digital inking versus traditional, a lot of that sort of in the weeds stuff. Cool. Uh, but there's, there's something there for everybody. So, you know, if you, if you go to that might be cool.com, you can see all our podcasts. Um, and then I guess the only other thing that I have to plug is uh, panel by panel magazine. I do a regular column in that uh, where I interview, uh, you know, various comic book creators kind of along the same vein as the comic book workshop stuff. And sometimes those interviews cross over. So, Awesome. Go to panelxpanel.com. That's where you'll find it. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, oh, yeah. uh, everybody, thanks for listening to uh, this episode. If you want to talk to all of us on Facebook, you can do that at Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group uh, over there. So join that if you haven't already. And we will be back tomorrow with Minute 117. Bye, everybody. Bye. Excelsior. Bye.